Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on MyTalk1071 and live all over the internet at MyTalk1071.com and on various home speaker devices that I'm absolutely certain is spying on Alexis. I'm Jason <gasps> They're Matheson. not in my house. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I bought you one. You just don't know it. I'm oh, Jace oh. with Lex, Don, oh, and no. Kenny. Yeah, I did. When I dropped off those biscuits, terrifying. I put one on your window, Lex. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I can, ate it. I'm actually seeing you right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Scary. <laughs> it is so funny. My mom, and I know she's like a lot of you. I, I, my mother, I bought her a, uh, a video Alexa, you know, an Alexa with mm-hmm. a, a video screen so we could do calls together. Yeah. And um, when she's not using it, uh, she treats it like on? a bird cage. She sh- she puts like a sheet over it. Oh, uh, yeah. She puts a blanket over it. She covers it up. I'm like, Mom, yep. I, just put a little piece of tape over the camera if you're that. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. I go, don't cover it. That defeats the whole purpose because it has a pretty screen. It gives her the sure. weather. Okay. It gives her little headlines. Mm-hmm. But she she drapes it. Like she's in mourning or something, you know. I'm like, <laughs> just like, come on, mom, just, just don't. But. Oh, speaking of surveillance, I mean, other than doom scrolling that I was doing yesterday oh, and just Lex. like seeing all of these images of brutality, yeah. Um, I, uh, I don't know why I chose this, but I started the Jeffrey Epstein oh. series I did on too. Netflix. Yes. Oh, so uh, did you get to the part where he actually has cameras, like in the all over his place and all over his place or he had them all over his places and he would be able to like find any of the young women that he had on his property even when they were trying to escape his island to escape his abuse i mean it was oh scary to think that he had them all over the place i I don't know how far you got but uh, not far because i unfortunately used it as a nap movie and i needed to pay attention yeah i needed to pay attention so i have to go back and watch it um he was vile and the fact that he got away with it over and over again you just feel you uh yeah i and there's so many that's that's uh, so many injustices that it just Oh well, man. Well, and I was uh I, I was bummed because well I'm not bummed, but I started watching that and when I say watch I mean I napped through it. And I'll then have a nap after watching I know. Oh. And then uh Colin comes home and we watch the season finale and I'll say the accidental season finale of the good fight. And the oh. and the good fight was all about Jeffrey Epstein. And I was like, oh, this is weird. I, I just, I have, I don't need to know, I don't need to wrap my brain around that 
Again. Perv. God, Horrible. D- douchebag. But, um, yeah, so then we just watched RuPaul's Drag Race, and then I went to bed. I'm like, I need oh, something right. light. I need something such a light. Weird finale. It was so weird. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, this is this is very odd. But, uh, yeah, so I, wa- I, I watched that. Did you, did you watch it too, Lex? Yeah. 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 Dawn, you watched I, it. I now. did. With mm-hmm. the social distancing. It just, it, you know, they're zooming, basically. <sighs> yeah. Um, and um, so <sighs> I, to see them perform and then having to, yeah. Uh, were you, okay, spoiler alert, really mm-hmm. quick. Were you guys happy with the winner? Yes. I was surprised. Me but too. I was happy. I, I was happy. You? Oh, okay. What I did thought, you guys think? Uh, Gigi? Yeah. I thought Gigi was oh, going to win. really? Yeah. She's so perfect. Yeah. I, <laughs> she was the one I didn't think was going to win. I thought it was going to be, I, I mean, I really thought it was going to be Jada. Of course, you know, I'm team Crystal I Method. Know. But yeah. yeah. I love Jada, too, so. Yeah, I, I love Jada. I do, mm-hmm. but I, I was. She's definitely deserving. Yes, I do. Yeah. I just thought uh, that Gigi, because she was every challenge, she just slayed. So can we talk about, I watched the final lip sync battle three times because I wanted to watch individually each performance yes. as much as I could. And we missed, like, so first of all, she's doing a Dorothy Gale from uh, the Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Oz. And then she has a transformation in the middle live where she rips off one dress and has a the it's she went from black and white to color essentially. Yeah. Is what she was doing. And took the boots off. Took the, the boots covering. off. Right. And then she has on her ruby slippers. That was amazing. And she had a hair transformation. Did you yes. see that? Yep. Yeah, she pulled her I, hair down or something. I don't even know because they cut away at that moment and we didn't get to see how she actually pulled that off. Yeah. It was crazy. It it was crazy good, Gigi good. Yeah. Um, and I do think the other queens are are just as good in their own way. They're just all so unique. Okay. I can't dressing up like a pinata for the finale. I just <laughs> Colin yeah. Colin I loves Crystal. her. Crystal method. Colin loves Crystal method, but Colin has like a limit of like how far he'll go. And I think no, Kenny's gonna get grossed it? out. No, the, birds? the bird. So even if you don't watch Drag Race, <laughs> just hang with me but here. It was so funny. We the bird. Uh, we no, we needed this rest. But actually, I I'm so glad that this show was on because it's a good little escape for oh, 50 minutes. Totally. But um, one of the drag queens does Nelly Furtado. Uh, Nelly Furtado's uh, I'm like a bird. You know, <laughs> I'm like a bird. I'm gonna fly. fly away. And these are all in their home studios, so they had to create costumes and backdrops and then it was edited together so they're doing this video (laughs) and crystal method is dressed up like a mama bird and then out of her mouth but just her head just her head body so it's like the illusion of a tiny bird uh, yeah so out of her mouth drips like uh, regurgitated food, yes, and then it cuts. Oh, yes, it, pea soup yeah, or something. it cuts to her then playing the baby bird and taking in uh, the juice. And I was like, "Oh my goodness! I could have had a hundred years on Earth and never wanted to see that. I, I didn't need to see that." Alexis, I thought of you. I was like, "God, I wish I could be with Alexis right now watching this because I know you loved it. Like I, I did. loved it. I, I knew was like, you did. Yes, that's." Yes, this is so weird. I've never seen anything like it. It's weird. It's oh, artful. It's, I know. Wow, and so fun. There isn't yeah. like a you know what? Yes. Sasha Velour is also weird. One of the previous winners. 
Yeah. But she's like a serious weird. Yes. She is, and Crystal yeah. Method is a fun, whimsical, you're on a roller coaster through Alice in Wonderland kind of weird. Yeah. We're, nice. go- we're going back and watching old seasons because Hulu has them yeah. in pristine HD, which some of them didn't air in HD on Logo. Mm-hmm. And they have the cuss words. So you can now, they don't edit out <gasps> the cuss words. Oh. So I'm going back and watching season six with Bianca Del Rio. <laughs> and I forgot how many great queens are in that season. And it's so good. Adore Delano, Milk. Uh, of course, Bianca, and it is great to see. It's Bianca's so good. Oh, oh gosh. gosh. Watching wow. her quips and her, how she just rips the other queens. It, she's so witty it, and hilarious. She's so, I mean, I found out the origin of the, the clip that we sometimes play. Calm down, Beyonce. I, yeah. <laughs> I, we just watched the episode with that quote in it, and Colin and I were dying. We're like, oh, that's the origin of uh, of that but yeah I was oh. uh, this is completely different but um I I was watching Downton Abbey like I have been obsessively Yes you have and um I believe it's our uh, passing notes there's a clip that Rocco has in there where he goes you can read it if you like it's Oh like, yes that, that is from Downton Abbey and that happened during an episode and I was like ah it is? That's from yeah. Downton? It is. It's it's Matthew talking about a letter that was written and and it's just something that we hear all the time and I didn't know what it, where it came from and I'm like, "Oh my gosh." I never that's guys, my talkers, that's one of the brilliant things about Rocco when you hear these opens that we run and all these little sound these clips little, and movie drops. Yeah, all of those Rocco manages to find all of those and it's just Amazing how he does it and, yeah. and gets it all together. It's just nuts. It's it's yeah. It's talent. did you watch uh, back to Drag Race? Did you guys watch the the makeup tutorial that Jada did? It's Mm-mm. like a twenty minute thing. Yeah. No. Oh, you've got to watch it. It's so fun. Watch oh, really? that before you take your nap. Talk about the. I mean, there are about fifty steps because. She, oh yeah. Jada it, is so beautiful. Yeah. Like the palette of her face is. I mean, she looks like if Whitney Houston had a beautiful younger sister. <laughs> That's what, and and just the contouring that she does is like a 50-step process. I had no idea. I mean, because I know the basics of doing makeup and drag makeup, but they do things that I've never known that they do to get oh. that look. Just powdering before and then it's putting an concealer on. And then more, it's just like layer upon layer but not to look like you've baked a cake on your face. Yeah. <laughs> this is a challenge. It's natural. It's natural. <laughs> it looks, it, it's just amazing. you got to watch it. That's uh, right after um, the finale. You'll find it on VH1. It's so good, everybody. And if you want to watch past seasons, like I said, you can see that uh, on uh, Hulu. On Hulu right now. All of them. Calm down, Beyonce. Uh, it's 7-12. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back following these words. Welcome. Welcome back. But, 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 if I max headroom, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk with seven one, everything entertainment, everything Downton Abbey. At my age, one must ration one's excitement. That's right, ration. Let's be Arthur actually in the meeting. I'm Jace with Lex, uh, Dawn, and Kenny. Uh, let's check in with Dawn. Speaking of that, we we're talking about uh, <laughs> needing moments of, of, of pause, needing uh, Lex got into a vortex of. Of surfing doom yesterday, uh, it's oh, easy to do. Yeah, it's easy to 
especially with the world and the place that it is, it, it's it's easy to go down a spiral of doom and gloom and uh, read one news story after another. Uh, but we, we all try to get a moment of just, okay, let's turn off the news for just a second. Uh, Dawn, you've been marathoning, binging Downton Abbey <laughs> yes. before it leaves Amazon Prime. And I actually have an update, uh, too, of oh. where it may be going to, uh, uh, other okay. than uh, and other than HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but how many more episodes do you have? Okay, I am on episode two of season five. So I. Oh, have, you're doing well. I did all of season four this weekend. Oh my goodness! Uh, and um, in between doom scrolling and watching terrible things uh, on TV. Um, so I am on, uh, so really I would like to slow down. So if you could find out, because I want to savor this, I, this is going to go down as one of my favorite shows of all time. Oh, really? I love this so much. I'm so interested in just the, the class system in England and who ends up owning what and how they run their estates and who inherits the estates just in general those real facts yeah i am really interested in that i'm interested in the in in the royal family that doesn't play a lot into this and it's crazy because i want to talk it's so i love it so much and i want to talk to people about it but it's something that played in like 2010 yeah yeah <laughs> So it's like, oh God! It's, I want to. I want to talk to people about the. I mean, it's so cool because there's intrigue. There's there's actually, um, you know, deaths that happen that are mysterious, and then um, there's people that go to prison and have to be released. There's all of the upstairs downstairs drama. There's there's a soap opera element to it. It's very much. Oh yeah, yeah. and I loved Days of Our Lives, so yeah. I like a good soap opera. And I, the costuming is so outstanding. I can't stop looking at every just beautiful dress that's on there. I'm sure they won a lot of awards way back in 2012. Well, and all the actors said they all smelled like butt because it's so hot oh. um, in those corsets and Gross. layers. And <laughs> oh, right. And they- I just, I just wanted to make sure you were there, Katie. I just, I knew that I would get a reaction from you. Uh, I'm awake. I know. I'm good. good. That's that is. Um, so I bet in the castle where oh, they filmed the interiors, it's not like there's central air. No. And that's a real home. A couple owns Downton. Yeah. High Clear Castle, yeah. I think is what it's called. But yeah, there's no AC. You know, there's <laughs> no, no, uh, no. And they're in layers upon layers upon layers of these vint- this vintage clothing. Oh and sweating and just smelling. They're so beautiful. I'm sure that's the, I mean, it's authentic. They would yeah. have been, yeah, I noticed that, I know that it is colder in, in England than it is here, uh, but it does get pretty hot. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In the summer, and I'm like, man, they always have these beautiful overcoats that they're wearing outside. I'm like, what time of year is it? Are they sweating yep, right now? They are. Like, oh, boy. Yeah. But... Maggie yeah. Smith was uh, morbidly obese before she started the show, and she sweated it all away. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Did you know that? That's a fun do. fact, everybody. Fun fact. And I just love, as far as characters go, I was mean, her joke in an interview. She is, um, she is my favorite character on the show. Oh, by yeah. Far. I mean, the writing on this show for her is so hilarious. She always has some little catty comment that she makes that sounds very classy, but it's very shady. <laughs> Vulgarity is no substitute for wit. That's right. Vulgarity <laughs> is no substitution for wit. And then the play, they really love the actress who plays Isabel, mm-hmm. who's in so many things. Uh, her her real name escapes me. She, uh, uh, she they They really have a lot of scenes. They just hate each other on the show, but they love each other at the same time. It's just such great writing. Kenny, I would uh, love for you to watch like one episode of this and to see if you well, could survive. What, <laughs> what got my attention is that I uh, I did watch Days of Our Lives for uh, years and years and years and recently <laughs> tried to get back into it, but couldn't uh, because I just found it too frustrating to pick up yeah. you know, 30 years later. <laughs> But yeah. if I could start at the beginning and I knew all the backstories, I guess I probably would. I'm not opposed to it. But uh, ever since you brought it up, I've been off daydreaming about why in the world people back then dressed the way they did, and including over here in this country in the 1718 and early 1900s. What's with the eight with eighteen layers when it's ninety degrees out? What's wrong with you, dum dums? Well, and there's so many layers. The shape, the body shape. Yeah, but it has to make the sex hard. I mean, by the time you get oh, all yeah. of that off, yeah, yeah, aren't you just tired? You know, <laughs> but Lex bloomers are one layer. Can you imagine they foreplay? They have tights on too. Well, they have Those the foreplay tights. back then. That's a well, lot. That's why. If a woman showed an ankle, uh, it was pretty much done for the guy in 10 seconds. It's like, oh, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, it's like, that's a naked ankle. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Yeah. Some skin. Wow. Yeah. They did show a lot of shoulders. That's what's funny is like they did show, show um, they would have like a strapless dress or like show some shoulders, at least with a spaghetti strap. You're like, oh, that's kind of racy Ooh. for this time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're shorts and pants S- now. Scandalous. Scandalous. So, <laughs> so it goes from basically, if you've never watched the show, Kenny, if you like history, if you like, uh, you know, the it, it starts with the, the Titanic. It starts with oh. this family yeah. basically has this estate and the heir to this estate is a cousin because it has to be male. Uh, and the heir actually passes away on on the titanic and his son so then the oh. estate goes to someone else who they don't that's even a third cousin that they don't even really know at all who isn't really considered in the world of uh he he's a common person he's yes. just an attorney and so they have oh, to get to know him because commoner. the entire fortune is going to this guy that they don't even know so that's how it starts um, which is kind of interesting. I find the whole hierarchy, like you, Don, what intrigued continues to intrigue me in this era of England, how these estates 
really fueled the towns they are in. Yeah. They were the the economic engines and and the soul of these communities. Uh, it, it's, these it's 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 just it's, it's a, fascinating that they went on for so long because of another part of the plot, not to give anything away, but you will know right away, is that to continue to run this estate and pay all these servants and everything is so expensive. And they're basically just because they don't want to work. Yeah, <laughs> they are basically just living off this inheritance that's been passed down and it starts to run out. So they have to figure out what they're going to do so they don't lose the estate. Yeah. Do they Constantly. farm? Yeah. Turn to oh. prostitution? You oh, know, what yeah. do they do? <laughs> prostitution. <laughs> Shall we? Oh. Did yeah. you guys like it right away? Because I really, I know, I, I just can't get into this show. Oh, you did. You and try I watched it? three. Yeah, I did my full three taste try. Mm hmm. I, mean, I did right away. This is way back away. when you okay right, right away, away. in the first fifteen oh. minutes. Oh, it had <laughs> yeah. me. It had me hooked. Alexis, you must not like this kind of stuff, and I completely yeah, respect I, that. Um, I don't know why I like. I like old timey love. Yeah, you know, I don't like new love. It. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that's in the... What does that mean? (laughs) That means, means, uh, you know, these women, they didn't have anything else to do. And so it makes sense that they would be obsessed with it. Yeah. You know, so like Jane Austen, Mm -hmm. things like that. I can understand, you know, women were just in the home and their entire sole purpose was to find a husband in life. Oh, that sounds awful. It it does, but it's still sort of the only kind of romance that I like. And there's a gay person in it too. There is, yes. And boy, oh. he there's goes a homosexual a in Downton Abbey. You know, I'm not sure how I feel about him because he's sort of the villain. You'll go up and down. I go, You'll go up and down, and that's a really great sign of good writing. Mm-hmm. Is that you hate him, but then you have such empathy for yep. him because of his struggle, and you're like, do I like him? Do I want him? And then you're almost rooting for him at some point. Yeah, you'll you'll go back and forth on the gay person. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we can't say the name though, because that's a giving away. Do you have to watch away. with um, subtitles? Because that. I had to do that. Too. Um, it just depends on how it's... sleepy I am. Sometimes I turn it on. Oh, or okay, if it yeah. depends I'm on like, who's. What did they just say? Yeah. Don't you a wild thing? There we go. <laughs> I have to do that with people from the South, you know, so yeah. don't feel embarrassed about that. Yeah, my, I have to do it with my relatives. So, yeah, I, I barely understand Dawn. <laughs> Dirty Missouri. <laughs> Who's your Jason? You yeah, what did Dawn just say? <laughs> um, now, what we're going to do, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll say this. We're going to talk to Matt, uh, but you know, I'm not going to save it. Dawn, I found out Downton isn't going to be on HBO. Okay. It's going to be on Peacock. Oh, it's going to be on NBC. No, I think you already have it if you have Xfinity. Okay. So you're going to be fine either way. Okay. Because either you'll take care of you or I will take care of you with your with your Downton Abbey (laughs) because I now I have all streaming services. What? Oh, I was going to say, is that a a paid streaming service or is that more of like on? Okay, it is. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. All right. 728. uh, We'll be back with Matt Belanger right after this. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one to seven one everything entertainment everything lazy Susans I'm Jace with Lex Dawn and Kenny on this uh, June second uh, our friend Matt Belanger uh, joins us now uh, with the news headlines and some conversation Good morning Matt Good morning everyone Thanks for having me guys Here's uh, the very latest that I could tell you here uh, as of this morning uh, at least 
65 people were arrested outside of the state capitol building in St. Paul after a peaceful demonstration there stretched into the late evening. And uh, then those individuals started to violate the 10 o'clock curfew that went into effect last night. So they were taken into custody. St. Paul police also recovered a van there near the Capitol building with some disturbing things inside, including a bunch of helmets, but also this baseball bat that was wrapped in barbed wire. Uh, and so, again, that's uh, kind of an indication there's, there's a small faction of people who are, are still maybe determined here to cause unrest across the Twin Cities. Uh, that group that ended up at the Capitol earlier yesterday evening was outside of the governor's residence there along Summit Avenue, and they listened to speakers, and, and uh, it was just a, a huge, peaceful crowd there demonstrating, calling for change in, in our communities. We also learned here yesterday that the truck driver that caused that just you know, heart-stopping moment when that, that tanker barreled onto 35W Bridge in Minneapolis when the, the upwards of 6,000 people, officials estimate, were gathered there over the weekend, again, peacefully gathering. Uh, we, we now understand, and uh, investigators have had a, a chance to talk with that driver, that uh, the driver, in fact, just made a gas delivery in South Minneapolis, uh, almost as a favor to the gas station owner, even though that area really seeing a lot of unrest right now. And the, the driver's actions there were not malicious. This was not an intentional uh, um, act to try to break up that crowd. So that's something that we're learning here today. The truck driver was just was just lost or confused and then panicked, I think, at the last moment. Because I, I had this thought, and it, and it sounds gruesome, but this is the only time mm-hmm. to really say this because it, it I'm sure I'm not the only one. My thought was I immediately, well, I was horrified like everyone, but when you started yeah. to analyze it, I thought to myself, and this is horrible, but I, I thought to myself, if the individual's intent was carnage, he stayed, the truck stayed straight. He would have kept going. He could have swerved all of the human, you know, all of those peaceful protesters moved to the right or the left. If yeah. he wanted to create just devastation, he could have swerved and just taken, you know what I mean? And the fact yeah. that was one of the things, you know, about an hour or two later when we were trying to figure out if there wasn't 10, I was like, now, wait a minute, though. But yep. I, uh, yep. Yep. what I've driven a large vehicle like that. And if you do break hard like that, you ha- and swerve, you have a really high danger of flipping over the track. Got it. Yeah, your roll. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So, I just, it was, but, but I'm sure, doing, yeah, it was just one of the many questions. So, yeah, I feel you. And, and you're doing exactly what investigators had to do. They had to review the video, which was shocking. They had to you know, talk to everybody. And, uh, and there's still the question about speed. Again, they think he just may have panicked. He did. He was going, they say upwards of 70 miles per hour, oh. but, the, and the driver does remain in custody, but all indications at this stage are that this was just a, a kind of the driver panic. This was not an intentional act. Two quick other things before I go here. The National Guard, as we know, has a big presence across the Twin Cities, and uh, there will still be one moving forward. But we did learn yesterday, too, they're going to start to roll back some of that, and some of the 7,000 or so uh, Guard members who were activated are going to start to be able to return to their communities. They just don't need everyone. They're not leaving there will still be a presence, but they, they don't need the full activation, which they, which they triggered, uh, recently. And then the last thought here, there is, there's another demonstration that is planned at the Capitol, uh, this afternoon. I think it's at one o'clock. And of course, people continue to gather to, at, in South Minneapolis, right there at 38th and Chicago, where George Floyd died. And that, that has really become just a, a beautiful, I, I keep calling it a sacred space, but I don't know, I don't know how else to describe it with the murals and the flowers and, and even like a food pantry, guys. 
yeah. for, for just to make sure neighbors have food to eat. I mean, we are in the middle of the pandemic, and hello, everybody remember that. It's just, right. just mind-blowing, um, the layers of what we're dealing with now. and But to see the positivity there at 38th in Chicago is, is really comforting, I think, for a lot of people. Matt, I I, uh, I wanted to ask you: Are you able? Have you been able to get out, or are you doing? Uh, are you anchoring from home, my friend? We we were on the air for uh, for twenty straight hours on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> twenty hours yeah. we, we, of, of live television, and and honestly, there are so many developments in the studio. I can't get far from the anchor desk because yeah. every time we think we're done and we go back to a soap opera in the afternoon, they. Something happens, and we have to go back into the news studio and and break in and, and bring and bring an update from the governor or, or some kind of new development. So I I haven't been able to get out in the community, but as much as I would have wanted, but our uh, reporters and photographers they're right there, and, yeah. and some of the some of the things they're hearing and seeing and witnessing are 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 so moving, and the stories of of individual people who we're just stopping, who are marching by and say, "Hey, sir, you got a second to talk to us?" I think that's some of the most compelling television we can bring people is just hearing the 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 outpouring the heartfelt comments from these people in the moment man covering the good stuff and the reason for the march yeah and the protesting and not the yeah the other agitators that are coming in so thank you for and just know that we're working hard at that because we we know there's a balance and we have to cover the negative because we're here for public safety you have to know if something's on fire yes Mm -hmm. but at the same time you know, there is Why? another narrative. I, I've been talking about how this is this is really two two stories. <laughs> there's the peaceful demonstrations and the call for change, and then there's the other separate storyline of the unrest and the destruction. And, and we we're trying to do our best to navigate both. When I was yeah. leaving the station yesterday, hanging off of the um, it looks like a bus stop, but it's the smoking hut. Um, I noticed <laughs> that there were all of these what look like bulletproof vests. And I asked the security guard. Um, oh yeah, there are. They're, yep. they're they're yep. your vests, and you guys are airing them out because you guys have been in so much tear gas that yeah. it's yeah. like they're washed and aired out out there. And that was just a very sobering oh. uh, image that I saw that our reporters are putting themselves in harm's way and risking their lives to report for us. So please tell yeah. all of them from us. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yeah, and I know. Of course, uh, and. and I know, and, and we sometimes deserve the criticism, and you guys know how I feel about the blanket term, uh, the media. It drives me mm-hmm. absolutely insane, but because um, it's way more nuanced than that. But I will, I'll say it again, because we've, we've covered every aspect of this, and we will continue to cover uh, every aspect of it and talk about it here on our show. But I'll say it again. Guys, trust me when I say this, and, and Matt can speak to this too, and Alexis and Dawn and Kenny having uh, been around the country. We are very lucky. You may not like all of them. You may have criticisms about this reporting or that reporting. We are very lucky to have the journalists that we have on the stations. Uh, uh, Channel we have 5. Free press, yes. Yeah. I mean, we really have great local journalists here yeah. um, uh-huh. who want um, to do good work. I, I know a lot of them. And they really just want to do good stuff. Trust me, guys, sincerely. Um, Again, you may not like everything they do. You may have a problem with this or that. But in Mm -hmm. situations like this, it reminds you how vital local media is. Truly, truly how vital local media is. Um, Thank you, my dear friend. Uh, Have a good day. We'll talk to you next hour. All right, see you at 8.30. Bye. Oh, bye. That was a little too casual. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.
It's fine. I'm sorry. So I'm just, I, I just, I don't, I don't know whether to scratch my butt or wind my clock, you know, um, uh, or scratch my watch or wind my butt. Uh, that's, it's a Dolly Parton yeah. No, line. I know. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, seven, four. Let's just go to break. We'll be back after this. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm I talk 1071, everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Thank you for being here, everyone. Uh, once again, I want to say thank you. Uh, I was corresponding with him a little bit uh, more yesterday to Pierre Paul, the young man who joined us uh, to talk about the cleanup effort. Um, what, what are you laughing at, Target? What? Oh, he cracks me up. He called me when the mic was open, so I didn't answer. And then uh, about 15 minutes later, he sent me a text and said, Hey, we're down here. Uh, come on over when you can. And all he did was send me a picture. <laughs> and in the background, really, really small was a sign over what used to be a former restaurant. So I zoomed in and I couldn't see if it was a G or a Q or anything. <laughs> and so I'm, I did a Google search for 10 minutes, finally found the restaurant, got the address, <laughs> and then went down there. It cracked me up. Oh my goodness, it was funny. Money. And uh, I got to the site, and, and I, I discovered one group, and it was only about 10, 15 people. And I pulled up on them, and I said, uh, hey, uh, you guys know Pierre? And they're like, eh, what? And I said, never mind, you need some garbage bags. So I, <laughs> I, you know, I've got the, you know, I've got the hillbilly garbage bags. They're really thick, and it's a big roll. So I rolled off about 10, 12 of them and gave them to them. And then I took off and did another uh, recon of the area, which, by the way, you know, it's bumper-to-bumper traffic there. So 10 minutes later, I finally found the scene where the picture was taken. I could see <laughs> the did? restaurant in the background. Yeah. And Lex and guys, it was 100 people doing a 10 man job uh, so yeah. i took a picture of that and then texted oh. pierre and he he said oh I, uh, he texted back i'm already on the road back home uh blah 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 and we exchanged uh, you know just personal stuff and then i moved on and found a bunch of other people to help but it just yeah. cracked me up that he didn't give me an address didn't tell me where he was just sent a picture and uh thankful thankfully there was a restaurant sign in the background <laughs> uh, what a great guy though uh, and oh, you know what yeah. it, he came up on the podcast too yesterday. This guy is world famous. Everybody knows him. He's awesome. Oh, oh you you had him on uh, GL yesterday. We didn't have him on, oh. but they started talking about him, and I'm like, wait a minute, you're talking about Pierre Paul, right? And everyone is that his name? It's like, yeah, you dumb dumbs. I'm going down there in ten minutes. Let's wrap this thing up so I can go. <laughs> can we wrap yeah. up the show? I, I gotta yeah, go let's help go here. here. I got plans. Yeah. <laughs> I, I won't divulge anything because it's it's his business to tell. But you know, we were uh, corresponding uh, last night once he arrived back in Peoria. I believe that's where he's from, but uh, or in Illinois, and uh, yeah, Peoria. And he was telling me uh, that uh, he had already been contacted by so many people in the community from uh, his appearance on our show. Um, and, and one of them, I don't think he minds me saying this, like Target reached out to him. Um, and I was just like, that's so oh, great. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I and, oh. yeah, and I, it just made me feel so good. It, it was just great. Speaking of that, I noticed something in really interesting that I had not seen previously down there uh, among the carnage. Number one, Target was cleaned up spick and span and boarded out, but boarded up. But outside of Target were about 20 brooms and shovels just lined up like they had been used there 
and then left. And then I started seeing that everywhere where a place had been cleaned up and the brooms and shovels were all leaning against the wall. And I don't know, do I put two and two together? And is are people buying this stuff and then bringing them down there and donating it to them? Because I actually mm-hmm. left a shovel or two myself. Uh, and, and I'm wondering, like, now could the cleanup crew go over to that target, grab those shovels, those brooms, go elsewhere, use yeah, them the elsewhere? I, I'm assuming, I, I think that's what could happen. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I don't know. I, I, but it's maybe a sign that it's done, or I, yeah, I don't know. There's just so many different little aspects going uh, going on. I actually grabbed a couple of wheelbarrows uh, because I'm seeing people form these um, these like lines where one brick will be passed to another brick uh, to another guy and then to another guy and then go into the pile. So wheelbarrows are helpful. Uh, I saw a lot of people arriving with trailers and heavy duty, really thick garbage bags. Uh, that's what everybody needs. So if you're going to go down there, go to a store, get the really thick ones. Don't get the kitchen ones you need okay. the really heavy duty uh thick black garbage bags and uh that's very helpful and then trash companies um and the we haul what's the uh company that clean uh does uh, spots 1-800 junk yeah those guys were down there all sorts Aww. of different people down there and i'm assuming they're all donating their time you know i can see the owner yeah. going to his crew hey head down to lake street do some good find yeah. some people oh, that's yeah. great well and uh nick halter my buddy reporter at the minneapolis uh, st paul business journal was reporting that thank goodness there are two aldis in 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 these neighborhoods that were destroyed in, in uh, that's where pierre was working yeah right by that aldi yeah well Neither are destroyed. Um, one will actually be open, uh, I believe Nick reported, in just a couple weeks. The other one will take a few months, maybe one to two months, but the other one, good news, uh, will be open relatively soon. Um, so some of these areas will not be, you know, the food deserts. And that's that's that is going to be one of the worries moving forward. Um, again, when the headlines stop, when mm-hmm. when news moves on to the next thing, um, these communities are still going to need assistance. Um, you know, you heard. Time. Yeah, you heard Whoopi Goldberg uh, t- talk about this. We played a clip earlier. It's like mm-hmm. I do. I think of the senior citizens who are in these neighborhoods who don't have access. You know, they they walk. You know, they walk to their grocer. They walk mm-hmm. to these supermarkets, and if or they're not take there, public transit. They don't have cars, yeah. and then, you know they don't have a way to get groceries. Uh, it's just, yeah, we're all going to need to come together and help out and find organizations and ways that that we can get people what they need. Yeah, because yeah. it's it, this isn't this is going to be keep it going. Yes, this isn't going to be a two week deal, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be it's going to be longer than that. So. Uh, and actually, Hannah put up on our social media yesterday ways to help in the Twin Cities. Uh, and you can find information on our website as well. Organizations that are doing their their work to get people uh, food right now and essential things that they need. Well, I just, those images of, it looked like a sea of food bags. Uh, I think Allison, uh, Stephanie March posted a few photos at these location, uh, at these drop-off locations. It just makes you, you know, in, 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 in this grief that the community is going through. It's just a little light right there. Yes. Seeing so many people in restaurants that are already uh, having a tough time. Yeah, restaurants that are already yeah. in a tough time still donating and still mm-hmm. coming out. Um, it's it's really good to see. And it, it does for one moment renew your faith in people. 
And, and boy, don't we need that right about I now. I have a really elementary yeah. question that I don't know the answer to. But when things like this and, and cri- a crisis happens in a state, are there government funds, uh, you know, or even state funds that are set aside to help rebuild these communities? I, I hope so. It's like that's well, the kind that's I, where I want my money to go. What yeah. who somebody somebody I know retweeted something yesterday or last night about this huge growing burgeoning fund that everybody's donating to yes. that will uh, the rebuild, rebuild Lake the, Street. The, yeah. yeah, rebuild the Lake Street thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't answer your question, Don. I don't know if there's money in reserve, but I knew, do know that in times like these, people get out the checkbook and the card and just start sending money. You yeah. Know? yeah. And, and that's what Lake Street needs. That's what uh, University Avenue needs. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. and, and it actually happened all over South Minneapolis, I think, after the bad guys got broken up. They'd, they'd head down through the neighborhoods and just hit random convenience stores, random banks, uh, random uh, gas stations. It's like they were intentionally targeting yep. our infrastructure, the stuff that we use day to day. You know, so now all of us are those of us that fortunately have vehicles. We drive to the suburbs now to get our goods instead of going two blocks away. Yeah. It's just, and then again, the senior citizens that don't have that luxury, you know, they, they, they rely on their neighborhoods. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yep. Uh, we'll continue shining a light on all the organizations and ways that you guys can help. And like I said, my talk, uh, we're going to come up with a, a, a grand way that we can assist to um, details uh, forthcoming. Uh, when we come back, a very special guest. Uh, thanks to our girl, Alexis, plus uh, the Dirt to Learn More. So stay right there. The 8 o'clock hour begins after this.